It brought relief. At lunch, she'd chew the victim's flesh with curiosity and pleasure. She sought the taste of death among the seasonings. She cultivated a secret habit. She always closed her eyes tightly before she swallowed. And she never ate just one piece. She also insisted on eating her meat rare. Her mother would smile and praise her appetite. She'd smile, too, and look at the adults. She wondered if they felt as febrile and happy as she did. But they ate in such a distractedly killing ants kind of way that she realized it was pointless to ask. They didn't know. They didn't know what she knew. She, after all, felt a warm part of the world inside her. She sensed a mystery that still had no name in her vocabulary. But it was good. Very good. She remembered another episode. She was lying on the grass, happy, among the ants. She was hugging the ground, her belly facing the center of the world. She breathed in the earth, her back to the sky. That was when an injured bird, almost dead, plopped down right in front of her, a few inches from her head. A boy came running over. He stopped beside her and bent over the little bird, watching it. She saw the slingshot in his hands. She couldn't describe what she felt, not even later, with more years and words. It was terrifying. Enchanting. She moved closer to the boy. They waited, heads together, for the bird's last breath. When it died, she sighed too heavily for a little girl. He looked at her for the first time. It was a forever look. But he quickly bent over to pick up the bird, and he held it so carefully and gently that, hypnotized by his gesture, she couldn't contain her curiosity. It was you, wasn't it? But he didn't say anything. Why? she insisted. And she waited for the reply that might save her forever, but he didn't pay her any attention. He was already walking away. She looked at the little blood on the grass. She saw him again before he headed down the hill. He was her first love. She ran to catch up with him. There he was, holding a stone, digging a hole in the earth. She approached him timidly. Can I help? He shrugged. Okay. She helped, full of wonderment. She picked flowers for the wake, remembered a prayer for the funeral. She sang softly as she watched him. In the middle of the ceremony, they looked at each other in a kind of ecstasy. He had the air of one who knew. She took him to her backyard to watch Jasira with the chickens. Like her, he guessed which one would be the victim. Like her, he chewed a lot before swallowing. Like her, he had fun with ants. They were united forever. But one day they parted. It was in their early teens when his family took him far away. She sobbed as they said goodbye. From inside the car, he watched her disappear in the wind and the dust of the highway. For the first time, they were afraid of being eternally hungry. They were children, but they already knew what kept them alive. He corroded inwardly. He still hadn't learned to cry. She, however, 
learned quickly. She grew up fast amidst tears and anger. There was no fun that could placate her fury. There was no person who could make her forget. She was alone. She watched the transformation of her own body with solitary fascination. She found herself beautiful. She could hardly wait for everyone to leave the house so she could be alone because it was time to undress for the mirrors. She observed her growing breasts, her more shapely hips. One night, she woke up with blood between her legs. She gazed at the blood on her thighs. She thought it was a little death, just as the ants' deaths were little, just as the chickens' deaths were little. She smiled, relieved of the angst she had been feeling. It had been a long time since she'd seen something die. After the blood came her first boyfriend. He was the calm sort. She bit him so he wouldn't...